Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's Cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey. But we want to reach this out to a wider audience. And doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's Cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm Harris Pierce, alongside of my, my good pals, Jimmy and Dylan. It's nice to see you boys again. Feels like it's been a while since it's been the three of us. Yeah. Well, yeah, so we're back right at, the, right at the end of August. And uh, there's some uh, a lot of things to talk about here. But before we get uh, started, uh, rest in peace to Jimmy Hayes. Um, it's been, it seems like it's been tough for the hockey world this offseason. We've lost a few people, but... Um, Rest in peace to Jimmy A's, obviously, played in the Blackhawks organization, played for the Rockford Icehawks, also played for well, Florida and Jersey and Boston. Boston, yeah. And just, I, th- I know the term of locker room character gets <laughs> thrown around a lot, especially in mm-hmm. hockey, but like just mm-hmm. hearing what everyone said about him, he's like the definition of a great of a great person and it's just so unfortunate to see, especially with his young children, his wife, and all the friends and family. But um, rest in peace to him. And uh, yeah, just just thought that I would get that out of the way because we do actually have quite a bit to talk about here. But yeah, um, first thing I want to get to uh, get these out of the way before we get to the big news. I just want to go through the signings that have happened. Uh, Eli Tolvin signed a three-year contract, and originally. I saw this, I saw $5.35 million, and I was like, oh, that's per year. I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. And then I read into the, the, the details. It's like, what, one point, like Four or one five. Point, yeah, something like that per year. And I'm like, oh. And I saw this tweet from Dom LeShizhen. It's the reverse Derek and Oh, Eng- no, 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 no. Oh, wait, no, my bad, my bad. You're right. Uh, no, this is, is like, um, yeah. 
I don't know if you remember the tweet. I think it was Derek Eglin signing a contract and it was Bob McKenzie and it was like $2.4 million for three years. And it's like, no, that's not the total. That's the AAV or something like that. And that was the reverse. <laughs> that Eli Tolvanen contract was the reverse. Like, just that he signed 4.35 for three years. And it's like, no, that's over three years. No, yeah, that's why I almost years. thought I corrected you on. I was, I was a little scared that four, four a year would have been insane. No, but that's, that's awesome for Nashville. Like, <laughs> just looking at their forward core, all just the, all the bad contracts with uh, Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne. So for them to have some, finally have some homegrown talent, someone that they drafted, get a good keep. Literally one guy. Them. I know. Even <laughs> Philip Forsberg was not drafted by them. I no. feel like I've brought this up so many times with the National Predators that all of their forwards are pretty much from like. Like they've got them for different teams, obviously Ryan Johansson mm-hmm. and then the uh, Seth Jones trade. They signed Matt Duchesne in free agency. They got Phil Forsberg, albeit in a in a hell of a trade, one of the most lopsided trades in NHL history. But it seems like they have they've had trouble kind of developing homegrown talent, and Eli Tolvanen definitely showed glimpses of that last year. So. I mean, I don't, I don't, I think he's worth more than what he's making per year, but good for Nashville, I guess. Yeah, he's gonna score 20, 30 goals each year, and you're paying him over yeah. the mill for it. That's cool. one thing I think you realize with some of these contracts, like they, if they, you were either gonna get a lot of term, and then the AAV. Would-
is going to go up. Or for a lot of these guys that were like 22, 23, something like that, they're like, all right, we're not going to give you a high AV, but we are going to give you the term you want. You just got to prove it. And I feel like this is a deal where Tolbin can come out of it and making five plus on the next deal easily if he's put in the right spots on the power play and playing with the right wing or centers and whatnot. Because, I mean, I know, like, and another reason I think they, the AAV is so low is because this is the first season where Tolbin actually did anything at the NHL level, and it was only in, like, a 30-game stint, I want to say, something like that. It wasn't that long. So this is a great deal from Nashville's perspective. If I am... The player, if I'm Tolvanen, I probably wouldn't have won in three years, but I guess the contract security is a good thing, I, I guess. But, um, I mean, Nashville's doing what they need to do with the salary cap, that's for sure. I mean, I don't know what they're doing with the salary cap, to be exact, but, <laughs> I mean, they're doing stuff. They move, they're moving, They're moving salary all over the place right now. So they moved Ellis, they moved um, oh, Markinson, yeah. they like they've cleared up a good bit of cap space and like, it's all going towards like, I, I don't see any improvement in Nashville. You know what I mean? A lot like, of lateral movement. Exactly. There's a lot of lateral movement. They got rid of UC yeah. or they got UC Soros back. They got Riddick. That's fine. Um, no, it's not their back end got worse in my opinion. Replacing Ryan Ellis with uh, Philip Myers is not, no. not the move. Um, who knows what Cody glass is going to be in that system. Like that forward core is, I, I just don't I don't I don't know like they're they're really banking on Tolbin and having a big year because they got they traded their second best winger in my opinion so I really don't know what they're doing sorry the, Nashville's just an enigma to me I really don't know what's going on in David Poyle's mind <laughs> UC Soros going on that two month bender is probably the worst thing that could have happened for that franchise hundred <laughs> percent they could have traded Ekholm they could have traded Ekholm on his value and now they want to extend him and then they ex- they already extended him did they or did they not they're I don't not know. They, Nah, but they're they're trying to at least. It's been, it's been way no. too crazy of an offseason. I can't they, remember if something happened. No, no, they better move him this deadline if they know what's right for them. Like Should they better him. move him. Should have done it last time, but he uh, he has one year left, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Move him this if you don't. Move he's him, his thirty. Right, like ridiculous. he's getting into his thirties as a big defenseman. Yeah. That's not something you want long term. Get him to Winnipeg like, now. I love I love Ekholm. Ekholm's been like I have preached. You can ask Connor. I've preached probably since 2016. All the Hawks had needed was just a guy like Ekholm on that backhand, and they would have yep. been fine. But they never did. Him and Johnson, I imagine that. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's a great defenseman. Hmm. However, I could see this totally being Mark Edward Vlasic 2.0. There's just. Dude, he's going to get like a seven-year deal next year, and it's not going to be good, and his body is not going to hold up as long as people think it is. Like, it's holding up now, but he's 30 going on 31, and he plays a pretty physical game. I don't know. No, I think anybody who's I, not a NHL NHL front office person knows that's, that's a bad contract any day of the week. Yeah, defenseman it's, over 30 is should just start to flags all over the place now, in my opinion. Like, after <laughs> seeing what, like, happened with Carlson and Dowdy and whatnot, like – Defenseman over, yeah. Well, Jones is 26, so I'll yeah, give him a couple true. years. All right, I'll give him a. I'll, he gets at least a year. All right, he gets. Yeah, <laughs> like it really opens up what they're gonna do with Giroux this season because I mean he's been playing wing anyway, but I I mean he was making 8.25 on his last deal, and I don't know most players don't really want to take a pay cut on their next deal, so it'll be really interesting to see what happens. And if Giroux and Kateri have big years, then it's gonna be interesting because it'll be like, well, you got Kateri locked up. Now you got to pay this guy. So, yeah. and they ha- and they're so deep at forward, it's actually insane. Like, now they got Kateri. Like, they have 
I think Couturier and Hayes are both locked up for six years. I don't know how they can be that deep at four without um, Twarinsky. Yeah, uh, that's right. Um, <laughs> it's funny because Sean Couturier, I think, is only making like $600,000 more than Kevin Hayes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not even. Uh, yeah, actually, just a little bit. Yeah, this is like what seven point one four for Hayes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Basically half a mil. I mean, good, good for him, I guess. But uh, I feel, yeah, you brought that up, Shmini. I feel like it's a trade-off. Like, yeah, you commit that long term to Couturier, but you get a lower cap hit. But if you've gone less term, you would have had to pay him more. It's, yeah. it's a trade-off. <laughs> and I wonder if Claude Drew kind of looks at the Alex Ovechkin thing where. He got five years, and I wonder if Drew is like, okay, I've been here for a long time. I've had a couple seasons where I got like a hundred points, and I've been I've, I've been with this franchise for like I think fifteen years, something like that. Like I think he got drafted it's fifteen pretty years close. ago, and yeah, and I want I want that kind of contract. Like I don't want to take a pay cut. I want to make like nine million dollars for five years, something like that. I wonder if that's something that yeah. he looks towards. But I also realized that um, this could be one of those cases where. I just had a brain fart. Never mind. I had a brain fart. Forget <laughs> it. My my, oh. my my life is just one constant brain oh, fart. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Sorry. I, it's been a long morning. Um, Don't even worry about it. Maybe Claude Drew takes the same approach that Pavelski did, too, where Pavelski mm. just says, you know what? Screw it. I haven't won a cup yet. I want to go to a winning team. And maybe he does take that pay cut and goes and plays for, like, Vegas or something. Chicago. Vegas, oh my god, dude. Uh, Drew's the kind of guy I could see that with, especially if Philly has bad team success this year. Like, if they are not in the playoffs this year, it's really going to And open it's entirely possible. Yeah, I think it's 100% possible that they completely replicate what they did this year. Because they didn't make... Did they? I mean, they added Ellis, but besides yeah, that, yeah. But then you got Ristolainen, so it's like one yeah, so it, it cancels out. Yeah, but Martin so, Jones I mean, is here to save the day, guys. I think it's entirely possible that that happens again. Um, just for the hell of it. Um, besides Vegas, uh, where do you think? Like, who do you think he could end up with? Just like, just for well, the. It, it's really going to depend on who's good next year or who's good this year, because it's. Yeah. I mean. Colorado, I wouldn't imagine, would have the cap. So I don't think they would be able to pull it off. Um, Vegas, I just said, because Vegas always finds a way. Um, Hey, they got Nolan Patrick and Brett Howden, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Brett Howden. Why would you take him away? Florida's another one where if they they could pull something and get him. True in Florida. Please. uh, You know, if this team could show that they're going to be good next year, I could see Claude Giroux signing with the Rangers. Oh my God. <laughs> you know they're not going to want to pay. It's like, it'll be, it come down to like, do you pay Sabanajad or do you pay Giroux? And that, or you get both. So. Should be. That, could be a, that could be a thing in Florida too. Cause Barkov is up next year. Or how about Pittsburgh? I think Malkin's up as well. I was just <laughs> <Malkin's> <laughs> guys, people I know. I need Claude Giroux in Pittsburgh. Please let that happen. I'm manifesting it right now. I would. Just, I just want. I just want it for the chaos. Do it for the vine. I think Bergeron's well, a free agent too. Patrice. Oh, I, I think he stays in Boston. Well, yeah, but you know. Yeah. I feel it's like. I, like feel I, I feel like he'll take a pay cut though because Boston. Everyone takes a pay cut. Bergeron's That's why Drew's gonna sign a four times too and go there. 
Drew in Boston yeah. would make sense as well because with Krejci going True all that. God, yeah. Sense. Drew Suttering Hall. Position this year. Why was Can't forget uh, Nick Foligno as well. Stop. Say <laughs> <laughs> that name. Um, oh, man. The best 71 in all of Toronto sports. I, I can't even think of another. You're right. You know who we can talk about, Pierce? Let's talk about, um, let's talk about Mike Foligno, I believe. Uh, Nick Foligno's dad. Let's talk about him for two hours ad nauseum because uh, something, something leadership or something. Yeah. Yeah, great times. Um, the next extension, identical in terms of uh, salary and uh, term, Andrei Svechnikov signed a... Eight-year, sixty-two million dollar contract as well. Yeah, seven point seven dollars, seven dollars seventy-five cent AAV. Pretty, you know. Todd Duggan's real cheap. Secure in the bag. Paying his players minimum wage. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw, I saw um, a thing. I think it was Svechnikov declined a uh, eight-year deal where he would have made seven point five million dollars, and he signs a seven point seven five AAV. <laughs> laugh about that, but that's literally like two. That's like two million dollars or something. I don't blame him. Like he just oh, got a Like <laughs> I, I'd hold out for two mil too. Like fuck it, yeah. I don't have one million. I'll, I'll take a second. Dude, Carolina is slowly turning into the Islanders in terms of just how they're managing their cap space because. Terribly. Their biggest contract, Aho, and then everyone else is making like that. Wasn't even signed by them. <laughs> and let's put it this way: the third oh, which we'll get into, by the way. The third longest contract, or the third highest paid player, isn't even on the team yet. But we're just not going to get into that. Like they are, they are set up so well in the salary cap. Like I think people still forget that Table Terramine is making like less than five and a half for the next I three years. That. That's a joke. Um, Nito Niederreiter is still a good player. Vincent Trocheck still a good player. They're all signed to go. Trip, by the way. Yeah, Sir- <laughs> HS is on his league men still, I think. Like, the, I can't imagine he's going to get more than Sveshnikov or Ajo now. Um, the back end, Slavin and Pesci are some of the best contracts in the league. Um, the only place I could say where Carolina I don't agree with is obviously goaltending. But, <laughs> Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I don't, you don't even talk about him. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Like I just they're they're managing their salary cap extremely well and they still have cap space, which is hilarious to me. So I just thought that that's what I thought of in this trade is just they're they're really managing their salary cap well. Seriously. <laughs> Although it is very interesting. Um and well I guess we're gonna get into this now. Uh, no, but hey, no, but Jimmy, but we'll get into that later because that's my it's entirely possible. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's entirely so possible. Really it's, it's my favorite thing. So this buddy of mine, we're out at dinner. We tried uh, DMT or whatever it is. <laughs> DBT. DBT, that's what it is. See, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, drug, I'm a drug noob. I'm a, I'm a psychedelic noob. Dialectical behavioral is, yeah. therapy, right? Same DBT. Yeah, so. yeah, then I actually... It's funny because I, I completely agree with him. It's actually great. But it's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. Anyways. um it help you, Joe? It's entirely possible. Joe, um, but this this off season had everything basically. Like this was such a great off season, and it was just like a month of silence, and then boom, this happens. The uh, Carolina offer sheeting, and 
Oh, we, we rag on the NHL for being, like, so friendly. It's like, oh, but I don't want to offer sheet because I'll piss off a, I'll piss off my GM even though we're directly competing against Dude, them. I'll piss off this GM that I'm never going to make a trade with anyways. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> Carolina, just all the pettiness. The, the biggest troll move I've ever seen in the <laughs> NHL. They were – not only did they offer sheet – The biggest. This yeah. is – there's so many levels to this. Sorry, Pierce, go on. Yeah, I just yeah. can't get over. Not not Same. only did they not only did they do it, which is like, mm-hmm. how often do you see that? But, but but they outright trolled like trolled them with the what was it the twenty dollars signing bonus? Twenty dollars signing bonus. Okay, twenty dollars signing bonus. Not only that. Fits. Not only that, but he has to get paid minimum 6.1 on his next contract next year. Minimum. I'm sorry, sorry, Pierce, or Schmitty. 6.015, because it has to be the player's no, name. 1.35. Is it really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like oh, six. Man, I thought it was 1.5. I think it's 6,135. It's like the closest they can get without adding an extra second, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. They're like they're like a few thousand dollars off. I'm pretty sure of like I think it would have been two first round picks if I'm not mistaken. No, it's a first, a second, and a third. Oh, first, a second, and a third. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I was saying they they uh, avoided it to not put a second in. But um, dude, this is like the fact that they, it came out and it was said that this wasn't uh, uh Waddell's idea. This was all Tom Dundon. This is all the owner because he's pissed he had to pay Sebastian oh. off twenty mil over the last two years. Like. This is the kind of level of pettiness this league needs to get interesting again. Say what like, you will about Tom Dunn. My Dunn. gosh. Uh, I'll still say things about Tom Dunn. No, that's true. But that's, oh, no, he's not here. But, there. like, I think it's hilarious. You, no, this is hilarious. This is the level of pettiness the Carolina Hurricanes are in right now. Won't yeah. pay Dougie Hamilton $9 million, but they will sign fucking fuckface to a one-year deal on defense and then go put an offer sheet in on a terribly analytic – 21 year old just to be petty with Montreal. Like from a management standpoint, they're idiots. But from an entertainment standpoint, this is hilarious. They're the biggest. They're the biggest trolls ever. Oh my god, they're the biggest trolls ever. And then like the Habs page changed their bio to the fucking Habs bio. Yeah, they were outright trolling them. Just like they they put an card hard. Yeah, and they were like saying like (laughs) LOL to that. It's just it was great. I I wish we could see more of this, but also just seriously. Also, um, Tom Dundon is now collecting fins like the Infinity Stones because, like, he was trying to go for Line A a couple years ago. Now he's got Cockney Emmy. They got the second and third picks from 2018 now, which I think is hilarious. Um, That better be the podcast name, Infinity Stones. Infinity Stones. Yeah, with two ends. (laughs) Um, So I I think we should all go roundtable here real quick. Like, Jimmy. Do you think they match this? Oh, um, I don't think. Well, actually, no, no. Do they is one question. Should they is another. Yes. Um, should they? I, I just want to get that out of the way. They shouldn't. If you do, you're ridiculous. Um, however, it's Mark Bergevin. I think that he tries. I think he's trying so hard to do it because this is his guy. This is the guy that he reached so far out to get in he 20. Took over Brady Kachuk and Quinn Hughes and all those other people. And both was. Adam Boak is yeah. another one. Yeah, I would have, honestly, uh, Barrett Hayton, I think, is going to end up better than Jesper Kakaniami. You could have taken him. Uh, well, so he would have been that far. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to. Bill Janina wouldn't be bad, but, 
I mean, listen, Kakaniami's been great in the playoffs. We know this. I believe he tied a record set by Crosby for most playoff goals um, by the age of 21. Well, but he was he also shooting at, like, 25%, I'm pretty sure. No, for sure. For sure. And, like, it's not sustainable, but he did do it. You know, that's on his that's on his resume. Good for him. But, like, we all know he hasn't done it in the regular season. He just hasn't done it yet. So, in a vacuum, it's not the best signing at all. Is it? Hilarious. He's the biggest winner out of all of this. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's six mil, and he might get to go to a contender. What a life! But I, <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think they'll end up matching it. I don't think they will. I don't think they should. Sorry, I, I just don't. And think even they, if they do, he's not gonna, up. he's not gonna be there for like probably a couple years at the most because we've seen in the past players that have accepted offer sheets have been moved out. I think it was Shea Weber accepted an offer sheet in 2012 and then he was moved out four years later and then Ryan O'Reilly accepted one, I think it was 2013, and then he was moved out of Colorado to Buffalo a couple years later. And even if, uh, which I don't think they should, but I do feel like there's going to be a way where Mark Bergerman does find a way to move some salary cap around and, and accept gonna move it, Joel but... Edmondson's contract as he cries. As he no, yeah, he's going to, yeah, he's going to have to get rid of Alex. He's going to have to get rid of Alexander Romanoff as like a sweetener to get rid of, <laughs> get rid of Joel. He's going to get rid of the entire barn just for like the pride of matching it. Just keeping I... my former. Oh, you got to think that's part of it is like his pride. You got to think that it's that's always about pride. Too. That's got to be in play too. So oh, yeah, that's, like uh, that's uh, object. Sorry. sorry. Objectively, like, Obviously, the right choice is to take the first and the third because, mm-hmm. but then you just, but then you look at the you just look at that he's a he's a former third overall pick. They again, you said that they jumped over other players. Yeah, yeah, he just turned twenty one. Like, I my, my view. There's like a couple viewpoints I take on this. I I at the end of the day think they're gonna match this because they have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, they will have the cap space. Uh, Shea Weber's going to be on LTIR, and we still don't know if Jonathan Drouin's going to be ready night one. That's already like $11 million in salary. They'll be fine there. Wow. The other thing I keep thinking, if Philip Dodeau was here, they wouldn't give a shit, but Carolina knew that they didn't have another center that could take Kakaniemi's spot in that top six. So they had, they're basically out of a, out of a, out of a need. They're going to have to extend, uh, match that offer sheet. Speaking of Dano. Uh, Kakanyami will make more than Philip Deneau next yep. season. Yep. And if I'm Mark Bergerman right now, so when was this offer she made? Saturday, I want to say? Yeah, Saturday. Okay, Three so for the next, like, four That's days, right. I am calling every team in the league to see what I can get for those picks. Because exactly. if you can get something that That's think, what I wanted to bring up. Yeah, if you could go, like, because I've seen stuff that, like, oh, you can take those picks and go get Christian Dvorak or something. And it's like, yeah, you can, but can't, like – all that hypothetically is great. The question is, can you and will you? And I don't think they're smart enough to do that. So I think he's just going to match it. And he's going to say, we have to, we don't have another center. And then Montreal's going to be locked into overpaying Kakaniami for the next three years. That's, exactly. that's right. If I had a first and a third round pick, would I be able to trade that for Christian Dvorak? Exactly. That's <laughs> literally what's going on right now. That's what you should do. I, uh, yeah, you know. Fifths and butts for candy and nuts, Jimmy. You know these guys don't. Yeah. These guys don't know what the hell. Yeah, this is the same guy who traded Jonathan Durant for Mikhail Sergachev. Oh my God, man! Oh. I'm sorry. I will never live down Mark Bergevin for trading the best left-handed defenseman that franchise was ever going to touch, and they needed a left-handed defenseman for at least wow, 20 years. Respect of Ben Sherrod and Joel Edmondson. Listen, there are a lot of things that I won't let that man down. Yeah. To Brett Kulak and no, Eric Gustafson. No, 
Mikhail Sergachev, if he wasn't a third pairing, I was gonna say, if he's so good, why is he playing playing on the third pairing? Shut up. If he was really good, he'd be on the top pairing like Jan Ruda. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm yeah, clearly I'm saying, this man's Brooksy. not good enough. That's what I'm saying, Brooksy. Come Listen, on. He cannot deliver Ruda. the goods. You all say Jan Ruda's a third pairing defenseman and Mikhail Sergachev's a first pairing defenseman. Objectively, I'm not so sure about that. The numbers would say otherwise. Objectively, <laughs> the time Jimmy. on ice. Objectively, Jimmy, um, Mikhail Sergachev is on the third pairing for Tampa Bay. So, therefore, you're objectively wrong to say he's a first pairing defenseman. Hypothetically speaking, hmm? <laughs> for the sake of the argument, Jan Ruda is indeed a first pairing defenseman. You all ready for Mikhail Sergachev, Seth Jones? Because I am. Oh. Hmm. That'd be cool. I'm pretty sure. Is Mikhail Sergachev. That puck's not leaving the Blackhawks end if that actually happens, right? Who am I getting a call from? Ghostbusters question mark. Um, actually, though, I need to take this call really quick. All right, um, you, just continue the podcast without me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna plug some numbers. Yeah. Oh boy. Also, uh, like, yeah. Well, yeah I, I guess just could segue into the next thing. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, if uh, Mark Burns speaking of high end picks, centers, flip no. those picks into Jack Eichel, who's in Montreal right now. I mean. Oh, when when Eric Engels tweeted that, it's like for what it's worth, Jack Eichel is going to be on a plane to he Montreal. Drinks. It's just like, oh, he's just going to a bio steel. What's trailer. the What's oh, the cool. video where the guy's like throwing fries in the in the frying pan and then it catches on fire? That's literally what he just did when he dropped that tweet all the time. <laughs> it was like when uh when 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 that golf match was happening and it was like Frank Cervelli tweeted it and everyone was like losing their mind. It's like and he you like can't do stuff under, like that. Yeah, I know. He's like, you can't keep getting away. With this, and like underneath it, it's like, wow, hockey Twitter's really on edge. I'm like, bro, you tweeted out with no context. How do we know what you were tweeting about? So, oh, that's so funny, dude. It was like, oh man, but on the bright, so like, I think they should trade for Eichel, but that's not gonna happen. So, oh, that, would, that. that would be that would be too much fun. I mean, we've already had a one with Eichel versus Matthews so. in Canada for the next oh, three years. Oh, yes, please, yes, please. Oh my gosh! But <laughs> the two biggest young American stars would be in Canada then. <laughs> oh, that yeah. sucks. But um, yeah. So I guess we could get into the Jack Eichel thing now, if we if or if we want to wait till Jimmy gets back. Uh, you know, let's get, let's get into it. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't even know how long he's going to be. So, yeah. um, yeah. So Jack Clayco switched agents to Pat Prezan. And before we get into any of that, I was looking at, uh, Puckpedia and, uh, there's like a thing where it shows you the agents and how much like, uh, their clients make. And I'm pretty sure, um, Pat Person has over a billion dollars in like contract money or something like it's ridiculous and and I think he has the most players on the Blackhawks. He's agent to obviously Kane and Taves, Seth Jones. That's what thirty one and a half million right there. Caleb Jones, Nicholas Bodan, and Andrew Shaw as well. It's it's crazy yeah. looking at all the the clients he has. He has Tavares, Crosby too. Like I'm I'm pretty sure I'm missing. A couple of names, and I, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, I just thought it was interesting going through that list and just seeing all the big time clients he has and how he has like over a billion dollars worth of contracts or something like that. It's crazy. Oh, 
and I made a lot com- of them are on the Blackhawks. Yeah. Go oh, yeah. Dude. Uh-huh. I made the comparison that he's like Rich Paul in the NBA because Rich Paul is like LeBron's agent. And he's the dude who basically yeah. is like the agent for all the big NBA stars. That's Pat Brisson in this league. He's yeah. he's the he's the what do you call it? He's like the cash cow or whatever. you Yeah. Want to yeah. Say. yeah. Like he is the product. He and that's why Eichel getting that magically two days later, Sean Simmers tweeting that this surgery sounds like it's imminent now. After literally four months of just, no, we don't know if we want to do this. Oh, I don't know if, you know, he's never done this surgery on an NHL player. It's going to take too long. And now it's coming out from Simmer that if he gets the surgery now, he could be ready. But December would be the earliest return. Like, I, part of me is starting to wonder, Pierce, one, who was lying about the severity of this injury. Because at one point we heard he could be out as long as nine months. I swear. We I, heard yeah, I, I, I heard. I didn't even know that. I thought it's I heard next he was be out How is he coming back season. in 12 weeks? That's what I want to know. First of all. Second of all. Like. Okay. I, we talked about this before the podcast started. And it just drives me up a wall. Just from a management and a player standpoint. Because you would think the player would want to do this too. You're the Buffalo Sabres, and your team has been the entire season. What is stopping you from allowing your superstar center, who you have tied in almost $100 million to, to go get that surgery so he could still be that elite number one center? But no, we're afraid of what's going to happen. We need second opinions. Our trainers don't trust it. So we're going to dick around for a good four months, not do anything. And now he's finally going to get the surgery after you have soured that relationship to the point where there are billboards in the city of Buffalo. Help, like, basically begging for the guy to get traded because they feel bad for him at this point. Like, I've never seen, like, Eric Carlson wasn't this mismanaged. Matt Duchesne wasn't this mismanaged when he got traded. And that's, that's saying something with Eric Carlson with all the stuff that Dude, he went like, it is beyond me the way they're handling this. And and, there's, and the asking price is still four to six pieces after this. You're not getting that. You're not getting that. You're not getting that. I'm they Buffalo better pray to God they make a trade with the team that's not making the playoffs next year. Like some, like I saw Q make a joke about this. If the Hawks would have probably offered what they offered for Jones for Eichel, they probably would have been on the right page to go get him. That's like what kind of offer they're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just don't want to talk about that. But no, like, we don't talk about that yeah, here. That's that's the way I'm looking at this right now, and it's just I just cannot believe how bad Buffalo's mismanaged Shaq Eichel. They've mismanaged. Would, would have been a bona fide number one pick any other year for the last ten years, but of course he was in the draft with Connor McDavid. You know, yeah, like, he's to be with McDavid. And and you know, and we talked about it multiple times. You know, whoever Eichel gets traded to, that team is making the playoffs and making a run at the cup. He is going to pull Ryan O'Reilly, but worse because he'll probably win the Hart Trophy when he leaves. Because they're going to put they're going to put actual talent around Jack Eichel, like. Put Jack Eichel on – who needs a number one center desperately? Oh, Vegas. Duh. Put Jack Eichel on Vegas. Oh, he's got a top winner. 100 points in Vegas. 100 points. Easily. Like, not even a question. Put him in Montreal. He's a point per game even. Like, all that winger talent in Montreal, he would be electric. And he would have a goalie. Like, man, 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 man. It is so frustrating to know that, like, two of the biggest young stars are just in two of the most poorly run franchises in this league. I'm I'm grouping McDavid into this too. He doesn't get a way out of the scot free. But sorry, I just 
the Shaq Michael situation, I have had my, I, I've hit my limit with it. It's so stupid. Like now we're gonna get the surgery two weeks before training camp. Are you hmm, okay? You know it's what like, this reeks of? Like getting the hand surgery a couple weeks ago. Like what? <laughs> Sorry. You know what? The, you know what this reeks of? It reeks of the Pagulas. Hundred percent, dude. Like go touch. Like the Pagulas are hilarious to me because they're so hands on with the with the. Um, I do not like hands on. That's Bro, not how you so go. They're so hands-on with the Sabres, but they don't do a effing thing with the Bills. And look how good the Bills are right now. The Bills are arguably the best organization in football. They're, in terms they're of finally how, on the right path after how many dude, years. They have, the best, <laughs> they have one of the best coaches. They have one of the best quarterbacks. They have one of the best defenses. And they have one of the deepest rosters. All that's over the last four years. And guess what? The Bagulas didn't do a fucking thing to help that. They just paid the Bills and let everyone, let the football guys do football things. Let the hockey guys do hockey things. Like, I feel like Kevin Adams is just Pinocchio right now. He's got strings on him like a puppet. Yeah. Like, I... And every time he lies in the podium about Eichel, his nose is just getting bigger. Like, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. Like, I... Get Jack Eichel out of Buffalo, please. And I'm so, so happy Pat Brisson's the GM now. Or not GM, his agent. Because yeah. Pat Brisson doesn't really take bullshit from any owner. Like, look what he did in the Seth Jones thing. That took, what, a month and a half? For Seth Jones to get traded? I don't even, I don't even I think it was a month. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, that Papperson gets shit done. So, not only that, he that's, gets, that's, some, uh, gets some hella paid, too. Jeez, yeah. I, need him as, I need him as my agent. God damn. Jeez, right? Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that's my thoughts on that whole situation. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like, they, like Kevin Adams, like, I want to kind of defend him here, like, like being in Buffalo, just being in that situation, he was just dealt such a horrible hand. The whole Taylor Hall thing, like, oh yeah. But just like seeing that that Rasmus Ristolainen trade when you got, I think it was the 14th overall pick, and like I think a second for next year. The fact you got that out of Rasmus Ristolainen tells me that. Well, one thing GMs overvalue those kind of defensemen, but also the that he got that much back is that he's not like the worst person for the job. I just feel like oh. uh, a lot of that has to do with the Pagulas. Just, yeah, you got a point. And I know, I, I know we, we always go like, Oh, hockey men. It's always the same, like what 200 people. But I feel like in this instance, just like Kevin Adams do his thing. Yeah. I mean, like I think Steve Dangle said it like a month ago, he's like, stick to your guns, stick to your guns. And that's kind of way he gave the line in and he got what he wanted. I mean, eventually he's going to get something for Eichel, and it's going to be considerable. It's just. How do you want a Jack I, Eichel trade? You don't want it. First like, of all, you don't. No. First of all, you, hey, don't. you don't. First of all, Jack Eichel trade. You don't win don't. a trade. A yeah, Jack first of all, well, well, don't Jack trade Eichel. him. Don't trade Jack Eichel. Yeah, let him um, get his surgery. And second, don't let him. Uh, don't. don't. You, you don't win it. You don't. It's so dumb. It's so dumb to me because. If he's here come opening night, that's not good for the team. That's not good for the team right it's now. Like if you, Matt, if it's like captain, Matt in Colorado. Exactly. But it's even like worse. here in uh, Columbus. Yeah, but on a way worse scale. Yeah, like imagine if Jack Michael gets on the ice and his bum neck and does a shift like that. Oh like, my God. I think... I don't know, man. It, it, this is getting way too out of hand. And I thought they had it under control, but now that Brisson's here, this is just going to get more crazy. 
Yeah, it's gonna. It's definitely gonna get crazy before it gets better. I I think. But uh, like you like you brought up with Papperson, like he does not take shit. He gets it done quick. And I wonder if we do see a trade like a training camp or shortly after, like or it's like Eric Carlson. If we see Eric Carlson, because I think Eric Carlson was traded like right before the yeah. preseason, and then, or if we see a Matt Duchesne where it was like a month or so in before he got traded. Yeah. yeah I, I, again, it's like it's like it's like a matter of not not when. Not not if, but when. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. They um, yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, I think I've said my two cents on this. They need to get this trade done by like October first. Uh, but Jackery Eichel, Jackery Eichel. Oh yeah, you missed a good old rant, Jim. Yes, I did. Yeah, sorry. I was talking to car insurance. Apparently, my uh my Chevy Venture Ooh. was being listed as a Chevy Avenger for the last month and a half. So that's oh, fun. Yo, is it, is it, hey, is it worthy? <sighs> you know, it was until it got totaled. So, um, damn, tough day. Tough day yeah. for someone. Hulk it, smash your car. That's worthy tough. of the. Someone made me Hulk smash my own car. This dude blew a stop damn, sign and bro. cut right in front of my car. Boom, right in the side been sitting there for a month and a half because car insurances are a farce so oh cars in general uh, are a farce I, they really are dude i think i might just I go barefoot on, from now on i ride on my polar bear through the forest and the mountains to get to i thought it was a moose or mises both ways in a mises you know what both sometimes you gotta you gotta switch you wake up, up you're like ah oh, my mises nah, i don't gas. i don't want to ride i don't want to ride the moose today i'm gonna take the polar bear to work Thank God my polar bear is full of fuel. Yeah. I am going but to you go might, to you the might even call it, You might even call it a fuller bear. It's oh, fuel. shit, Pierce. Oh, my goodness. Pierce, are you going to um, gonna serve everybody maple syrup and waffles at the hospital? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Let's see. Oh, oh, and bacon. Can't forget bacon. And bacon, dude. Hey, 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 hey. And uh, ketchup chips. Do I go? Oh, true. And poutine. Can't and forget poutine, that. Yeah. Do I go with the moose or the polar bear for today? Moose or the polar bear for today? That should be the podcast name, Moose or the Polar Bear. I still think Infinity Stones is really good, oh but God, you can't really miss. <clears throat> that, that's for true. Anyways, is a podcast uh, not just a bunch of white dudes laughing at their own jokes for an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. underbaked sports analysis. I mean, I think it's pretty good though. It's not underbaked to me, and that's what matters. Um, All right, so we got you guys got the Jack Eichel. It yeah, seems. I, okay. I want to hear what you yeah. think about Jack Eichel because uh... um, I think he's uh, a ginger, and I think that's great. No representation <laughs> there. Um, no, uh, with Eichel, I think like I'm sure you guys talked about. Um, delayed the fuck out of that surgery, and that really yeah. hurts his chances of going somewhere before the season starts. Um, I do think, though, quite honestly, the team gets very desperate because you missed out on Philip Deneau. You missed out on really any big center out there. Um, and you go, okay, well, you know, I want to go get Jack Eichel because my team needs to be on that, that big splash. I want to get that big center. I think Minnesota gets him. Minnesota. I think Minnesota finds a way. It just makes a lot of sense to me. I think that it complete. I think it really hurts Jack Eichel's um, uh, production. Like I think that offensively, he's not going to be as uh, as big as he was. Even in Buffalo, as crazy as that sounds, um, 
well, not counting last year. I mean, over as a whole, I think his production won't be where it usually is because Minnesota is so defensively minded. But um, I just think that Bill Guerin just seems like the kind of guy right now. He seems like the guy. It's entirely who would, uh, possible. It's entirely possible that he is that guy. Um, he, yeah, trust I, me, he's I, that guy, pal. I, I think he I, – I, I don't know. He just – He's still early in that tenure, and I feel like that's that huge splash, you know, that you want to make. You want to make your owner happy and all that, I think. Then if you want to do that, that's the move you make. Um, worst case scenario, Eichel goes to Calgary, and I pull my eyeballs out, which 100% hey, totally would happen. David It doesn't matter. That, that actually are, would be really cool. Okay, it no, doesn't that matter that be both really the cool. teams are mediocre, but, you know. No, not at all. Not at all. Um but no, I I forget Bradshaw Living exists. Like I, re- I, I genuinely exists. That's the thing. Like they are the most irrelevant team in the NHL. Yeah, I they know you're from Edmonton. Still, they took that for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is actually fun now. Kaprizov actually. Oh no no no! I take back what I said. Eichel and Kaprizov is going to rip apart. Or would I should say would. Yeah, if Eichel goes there, Eichel Kaprizov. If Kaprizov, if also Kaprizov stays, because like any uh, smart human being, Kaprizov went. Do I want to spend eight years in Minnesota? I think Minnesota. I'm okay. Oh, yeah. but if you're Minnesota, like trying to do Jack Eichel trade, do you wait for Kaprizov to sign, or do you just like say, okay, you're not going to sign by September? I think the KHL season starts right away. You go there. We're going to go out and get Jack Jack uh, Eichel. We're trying to get a young superstar, Jack Eichel. Um, would you uh, be interested in playing in Buffalo? Wow. No. 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 Um. <laughs> No, if you're trading Kaprizov for Eichel, you're just laterally. I didn't mean. I meant that. Like, I meant more. I didn't. I didn't. I meant more. Like, okay. Oh, I'm just ca- no, I'm yeah, just no. That, I don't think that would not work out at all. No, it wouldn't. If he doesn't want to play in Minnesota, you think he wants to play in Buffalo? Because my guesses are no. Probably. Maybe he'll want to play in Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't want to play in the Columbus of Canada? Am I right? The Columbus of Canada. The Cleveland hey, of Canada. The, the Winnipeg of the United States. Mm-hmm. Which sounds cooler, but, yeah. Canada has that, like, you know, people are, like, they think everything in Japan is cooler. Canada has that effect, right? It's, like, the fancy thing. Oh, I live in Columbus. I'm going to go to Winnipeg, Manitoba. Oh, boy. I'm going to go to Regina, Wait, what do you mean they don't have any airport? How are you going to get there? There's no airport. Mhm. That's why I. That's why I use moose and polar bears to get there. Yeah, it's Manitoba. You ever seen the Manitoba moose? Meese? Meese? Oh, meese. Yo, yeah, that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Thank you. Yeah, just get a moose transported over to to the U.S. and boom. That's like, honestly, I feel like I feel like a moose. If you ride a moose in Canada, it should like you don't have to use a passport. Like, no, oh, that, that, that shows he's your ready. That's, that's your passport right there, right? Yeah, you're de- you're dedicated to the Canadian culture. Yeah, legally you should be good to go. Yeah, like if you're pulling up to an airport, you don't need a passport. Like if you're pulling up on your uh, your polar bear, or your moose, you're you're fine. Thank you, Pierce. This is very uh, productive and innovative, and I'm glad we had this conversation. <laughs> it needs identification, not I. Not exactly. I. Exactly. My polar bear verification. My polar bear is my identification. 
I think you said identity. I think it's that too. That works. Um, I am. The, absolutely. I am Moose. I am Legend. I am Moose. The Moose is on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so... <clears throat> do we have anything else we want to get to? Yeah, I wanted to bring Here's this Stevenson. up. Speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, Canada... Um, the Women's World Championship is happening right now. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to watch any of the games, but I have been able to catch the highlights, and it's going to be Canada versus USA in the gold medal game later today. Um, is that an actual network? I think so, yes. It might Probably. be. It better be. With uh, Brian, Brian Lawton and Tony Luftman. <laughs> oh, that's definitely going to be my World of Chow character for the next season. <laughs> Tony Luftman. 100%. It's a great um, Ishul character right there. <laughs> Let's get the word out there, boys. Brian Lawton, Tony Lawton. Brian Lawton on the Moonlighters, eh? <laughs> Maybe. Um, but, oh, but, but but back to that. No, you mentioned. I, I just wanted to bring that up because because uh, of women's hockey. Um, yeah, I say I don't want to like take away from that because how often does women's hockey even get talked about, anyways? Yeah. Did you guys see the one tweet this week about Marie-Philippe Poulin where they were just like, look at her adversity or whatever. And it was like her, all the injuries she's had. And it's just like, what the fuck are we trying to say here? Like, <laughs> that's almost that's insulting to women. It, it, no, it's extremely insulting. That's what I was trying to get across. At. Oh, yeah. Like she hurt her hand and missed the game Thursday. We'll play Sunday. I'm she like, doesn't give a shit, dude. Guys, like, just, she does and, not care. Yeah, can I just say this? Can I just say this? Um, and this goes to mostly mostly men. Like, not to, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Stop babying women. Like, it's good that you're, you're trying to make a baby proof of, or whatever Mike Bilberry said. <laughs> He's trying to baby proof it. Soccer trying mom Pierre is trying to baby proof it. it. Soccer mom Pierre. <laughs> Soccer mom Pierre McGuire. No, but that's a huge thing, and that's very important. Because, oh, okay, I'm frozen. What? Oh. Oh, we lost oh. him. Connor Murphy. Murphy. Whoa, breaking news. Connor Murphy just got Connor extended. Connor Murphy has signed what? an extension. What? Breaking what news the on the baby. Wait, dude. how much? How much? 4.4, dude. That is such 4. a 4.4? That's it? For four years? What? That's awesome. That's sick. What? No way. Jimmy! Unfreeze your fucking Jimmy, unfreeze, get back out of here. <laughs> That's an awesome contract, man. Oh my god. Dude, Bowman did a thing. Bowman did the thing. Uh, Jimmy, unfreeze, babes. Murphy just got extended. <laughs> Dude, four years? That's like perfect. He's designed to always like 33. That's literally... Bro. That's great news. That is great right. news. So now for the next three years, we have McCabe, Murphy, and Jones, at least. Four years. Yeah. It's oh <laughs> pretty God, good. I, I'm happy. I'm happy. Bro, that, about that, I was having a rough morning, too. That That's great news, dude. And we got it on the podcast, too. That's, that's sick. Jimmy, time. what is going on? Unfreeze your ass. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, he's got to reset his computer. Okay. Oh, he's got to reset, reset the computer. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that part. Okay. okay. Dude. All right. I really hate uh, redirecting from the gold medal game like this, but sorry, we're a Blackhawks oh, podcast. Don't this is what happens. It, it's, <laughs> it's breaking news, man. It's breaking news. Oh, 
I was like, why are the Blackhawks saying more Murph? And then I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, dude, it's the extension. Oh, that's sick. Extend Kubelik next. <laughs> that's the next one. That's a that's great. Ser- that's that a is ser- a fantastic deal. The serotonin I needed. Bro. Oh, man. Well, that's the one trade I could say Stan Bowman has definitively won in the last, like, half decade. Because oh, we're going years out. Seven there we go. Let's go. Now. Let's go, Jimmy. I was Connor like, Murphy, four more years. as soon as it happens. I was that's like, my man. <laughs> I've been supporting this dude ever since he came to the team. Love it. Love you this so Have much. Have you ever seen that Eric Andre clip where it's like, I'm celebrating two years, two more years of Obama. But like, <laughs> I'm celebrating four years, four more years of Murphy. <laughs> Hell we yeah. American defensive core now. <laughs> we do. We really do. I was oh like, my God. Next four years, Stamp- minimum Jones, McCabe, Murphy. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Who is ready for Stan Bowman to put just his defense <laughs> at the, U- the US or USA at the Olympics? Bro, how no, was are you ready for Jake McCabe and Jones? Eh, I guess. I, 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 oh, I should, I'm at the Olympics. My bad. My bad. Oh, uh, but go on. Yeah. But, um,. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I this just makes me laugh my ass off now because if this is what Murphy extended for, what the f- in what world did Zadorov think he was getting five? Like in what world did he think that was gonna happen? Like he listen, defensively he's not even as good as him, and offensively he's still oh, even I lower than Murphy. I thought Murphy was gonna. Oh, have like, hey, he hits and he swears at people when you hit the goalie, Jimmy. Come on now. Yeah, you're right. It's not like <laughs> Riley Stillman can literally do that for a million. That was a funny mic update. Oh, that was great. That was so good. I just don't want to have he, to watch Mike videos great for five mil. Great fashion instincts. Is that is that a thing? Yeah, apparently, uh, like him and uh, Adam were like stylists, but uh, they're both gone. Yeah, I'm going to throw up. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's real. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They literally, people will, I'm sorry to say, hey, hey, hey. You should say, compliment. You should... Jimmy, you should say mm-hmm. Jesus Murphy. Jesus Murphy. Jesus Murphy, Pierce. I am peeved by hockey men. Mm. Wow. Well, not expecting man, that today. That's awesome. Okay. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's fucking great. You know what's funny? Okay, 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 okay. I just think it's funny how. Give me one second. We we mentioned this player's name. Just to kind of give you an idea of what a good contract is and what a bad contract is. I don't know why, but I just this contract has been so funny to me ever since it was signed. Um, Montreal Canadiens. Um, oh, I know where you're going with this. You know where I'm going with this. I know exactly where Oh, no, no, no. I thought Joel Edmondson made over $4 million. God damn it. <laughs> Either way, dude. Either way, I'll take this contract 100 Dude, this is fantastic. Oh, no, easily, yeah. Like, no, this is one of the best contracts in the league. They have one of the best and one of the worst contracts. What did defense. we talk about? The what, duality like, of man. Like, mm-hmm. What did we talk about when Seth Jones signed this deal? They're going to have to fill in the rules everywhere else, and a contract like that is perfect when you got 30 mil tied up with mm-hmm. players. Like, if you can get – here's the thing. I, I really – Schmitty, if you don't mind me getting on this. No, you're good. For a second. Okay, so the thing I've thought about with Jones, and I still think it's a horrible contract like every other sensible human being, um, 
I I really think that at is a ten million dollar defenseman. But Jimmy, sorry, Pierce. Hey, listen, Pierce, Dylan. He has an uncanny ability to intercept pucks. You can never <laughs> take that up. Listen, I I was watching the top ten Corpus Allo saves of uh of last season. Three out of the first four were pucks going right past Jones to an open man. Three out of four. Three out of four, Wait, and only see, one of them was an odd man rush. Did you see or, that Seth Seth, was. Seth Jones is on the top fifty NHL players <clears throat> to bring it? They're both in the 40s. Yes, I know, I know. He's behind Debrinket, isn't he? No, uh, he's ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did the extra, like, 3 million, like, add to his body weight or something? What the fuck? Wait, he's a bigger boy now? Is that is that what puts him ahead? I, I don't even know. But, um... He plays 60 minutes. I don't Jones, doing that. The thing with Jones is that yeah, so Seth, sorry, Seth Jones is number 43, and Alex Dabrinkit's number 49. By the way, Seth Jones went ahead of no, Shea Theodore. No, Alex Dabrinkit is way, I'm sorry, Alex Dabrinkit ah. is way higher than that. Get the fuck out. Sorry. Um, but he's too small. He's too yeah, small. he's too small. Um, too small. But Jones, his, his production, you would think at its highest or at its peak, would be, a, let's say, around like a 50, 60 point guy. I think that's I think fair to say. Hit, I think he's hit 70? close to 60 once. I think he's hit like 57 or 58 once. Yeah, he had 57 points. And we're again, we're, he's never had. He, he's never had any kind of weapons like this. We've talked about it at Dawson. He's never had weapons like this. So I could at see his him. best, he had Panarin, Dubois, and Atkinson, and Duchesne. And that was like Duchesne. when they geared up on that. Uh, that <laughs> that's a gearing up. Yeah. yeah, that's not that's and, and Dubois wasn't even at that level yet. But you see in the playoffs when guys like Dubois were at a higher level, Jones played pretty well as well. I get all played, hey, that. He even played it, sixty minutes, as a matter of fact. You he did play the most minutes by a defenseman, which is uh nine million and a half worthy, I I guess. Um but I think that his ceiling, I think he and Boke well Bokefist, I think, is a higher ceiling for sure. Always has. And I think that um I think that you this they could get out of this better than expected if they just need to get this guy to get some damn points because that's what his strength is. He's not a shutdown like Headman to a defenseman guy. He never was. He's a high octane offensive player who can give you just above average defense. And that's okay because that's literally what we have said. That's what you got from Eric Carlson, except Carlson, you know, I'd say better defensively. He's better. That's why he's averaged. making 11. That's why he's won the most. <laughs> and he's making 11. Yeah. Well, you know, well, there's the argument that, you know, the, the voters only care about points and such, but he he has been very solid defensively. But we, I, I should say more Bokefist. We've said that Bokefist, as long as he puts up an insane amount of points, as long as he is that dynamic offensive player on the back end who can put up 70, 80 points. That is points. not a complete liability in his own. Yeah, career. and don't, you can't be Eric Gustafson bad if you're above average defensively. That's all you need, j- just average or slightly above average. If Jones can give that and he can rack up points, that's fine. That's Dude, fine. That's, I, that's I would trade need. away all the points just for him to be good defensively. Like, I don't care oh, if he's a 35-point defenseman if that means he's actually good in his own end. But no, I love that, but it's just not going to happen. I'm God, at what, my what dream is just for when I see Jay Fresh's chart next year, it shows 2020, 2021, like right here, and then 2021, 2022 is like here. Like, please, that is my, please. I just need the graph to. 
It'll literally be my Walter White I one moment. I need just blue. I need blue. Dude, Stan Bowman, that literally would be Stan man. Honestly, that's the worst part. Fucking galaxy no, no. brains. No, no, no. It's going to be so good because, like, well, no, no. I shouldn't say that because I, 100% won't happen. But, like, I, this is my dream, Schmitty, is for that to happen and for Stan Bowman to still be fired. Yeah. That's, yeah. If, if, if the world that happens. Then I will. I will. Hey, I'll. I'll eat every word I said about Seth Jones at that point. I'll gladly well, do I'm, that. I am open to. I would love to eat. I would love to eat crow for not for the you next said nine that years. On multiple please. occasions. I just want to keep reiterating that. Like I will. I will gladly. I will please, gladly please. Live it's like eating a plate of crow. Yeah, we will. Like we all said, we will continue to cheer for the guy, but we will also continue to be extremely skeptical until we see what happens on the ice. Because yeah. all we have to go off of is the past couple seasons and woof. But, like, and there was an article that came out from contract. Second City Hockey where they were interviewing, like, one of the Blue Jackets analysts for, like, one of their blogs and stuff. And they really went into detail about how when John Tortorella switched up the system after Panarin and them left, it really changed the way Columbus was breaking out passes and whatnot. And it really affected Ooh. Jones' game. And they had to play conservative defensively. Whereas, exactly. like, when uh, – I think I read that. Whereas, like, when they when they had guys like Panarin, they were able to kind of roll more free more and mm-hmm. wheel – What's what, whatever it is, what, you can like, jump just, in, you can act, yeah, exactly. Just be more so, free offensively. Didn't I literally just talk about how Jones is a better offensive piece? Think of this would you like to have Eric Gustafson in John Tortorella's system? <laughs> I don't think so. Do you want an offensive defenseman in that system? Because I don't think you do. Hey, Zach Eric Gustafson's had 60. Zach Wierenski being Jones has. Zach Wierenski being the uh, exception because he's just that damn good. He's disgusting. Yeah. I love Zacharinsky. But um yeah, I just doesn't this show like that they're like this is you need him to just just let him play his game. Let him play his game. And if there's oh, if there's anybody who will let a defenseman play their game, it's Jeremy Carlton. We've seen that. With guys like Adam Bofist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's uh my five cents. Apologies if I went a little too uh, long there. No, you're good. You good, bro. All right. You, you tweaking, right. bro. You tweaking. Nah, he tweaking. <laughs> nah, he tweaking. I forgot. <laughs> All right. Well. Um. So <laughs> I wanted to get back to the Canada versus US gold medal game. I just want to shout out uh, Team oh, Canada. Um. PJ. No, don't even worry about it. Uh. PJ's cat. PJ's cat's legend. Uh, Melody Dale leads the tournament in points. And I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw the video, but. Uh, she had, I think, just because they're in a bubble right now, I believe, um, she hasn't seen her son in a while, and there's this video of her, like, of her son against the glass, and, like, they both, like, went up against the glass and, like, kissed it, and it was just, like, uh, such a, such a That's moment. great. Yeah. Pierce, that sounds very Canadian. I love oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, but it, it was awesome to see that, and, uh, kind of on the, t- the, the topic of international uh, hockey, uh, it's pretty much it's pretty much a done deal that the Olympics are going to happen, which is a good thing. Uh, I think Ooh. it was uh, a Denmark Denmark qualified for the Olympics, which is good for them. I think it's the first time in their history that they have uh, the qualified for the. I, I feel bad that I don't remember the other teams, but um, I do. I do know the the one division. It's Canada, the United States, Germany, and then it's China. <laughs> mm-hmm. So China might dip. Yeah, yeah, can I, can, I can go, 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 go crazy, man. So, go crazy. 
This is from like a Chinese, like the website's Chinese Sports Insider, but it's from like a pretty reliable source. They, the guy says, I cannot stress this enough, quite how dangerous this could be for China if Connor McDavid and his merry men of NHL All Stars face this current Chinese <laughs> Olympics, which is currently training. One hockey executive spoke on the impending slaughter. A coach who a coach who has had firsthand experience with this Chinese squad told me he thought the scores against the Canada and U.S. could be in the region of a hundred to nothing. Yeah. So, source which reports that the double IHF might ease the eligibility rules or even ask China to back out of the tournament. Like that's how bad this is gonna be when it happens. Like I feel so bad for China that got grouped with like U.S. and Canada. Yeah, but at you this- couldn't have put them in a different group. Like, with literally, them. there's, there's yeah. one where it's like Denmark, Czech Republic, like Russia, and then you could have thrown them in that one, and they would have been fine. But no, you had to put them with two of the fucking powerhouses. Connor McDavid and his merry men. And it's not like Germany to... is an easy draw either. So like with just with Drysaddle alone, you know, like, like yeah, you couldn't have put them in a better group, bro. It's course. so. Jimmy, <laughs> I got the link for you, by the way. And um, they and you want to grow the game in that, and you want to grow the game. Not that I think that I think that's IHF rules. Not that they're necessarily looking at it from that standpoint. But if you're the NHL from that their standpoint, you got to be mad because you you want to grow this game in China, but then you're gonna watch Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon score like ten goals each on China, and then watch like Jack Eichel and Austin Matthews do the same to them. Oh, it's gonna seriously, be, man. It would, it would not be okay. Yeah, they're, they 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 can't be in that tournament. They just can't be. Dude, the grouping's whack too. Like, we're, it's literally us, Canada, and then like China, and I think I, I want to say Germany, but I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, Germany. It's Germany. Dude, like the other two like groups are so weak in my opinion. Like, yeah, Sweden and Finland are together, but like, man, they, okay. they should have spread it out a bit more. Yeah, let's put, put Canada yeah, and US Canada in the same and US one. Should never be in the same group. Sorry. That's how you don't get Canada versus U.S. in the final because they'll already eliminate each other. In the I'm pretty round. sure. I'm pretty sure 2010 they were in the same group, and then they okay. went in the gold medal. Yeah, because the U.S. They actually must- won. Yeah, the U.S. actually won the first time in 2010. Oh wow! Sure. I'll take. Yeah, you're probably right. It's a long time ago. Yeah, that was like 12 years ago almost. Um, but. Uh, yeah, but either way, I'm just so excited for the Olympics. Just even, like, because I just saw, like, a bunch of people, like, okay, from your team, which te- which players are going to make the national team? And, obviously, Blackhawks, it's mostly going to be U.S. just because, like, Seth Jones is probably going to make the team. Uh, Patrick Kane's obviously going to make the team. Um, the Brinkett's going to make the team. Yeah, the Brinkett's going to make Love it. Yeah, um, he's going to be top line, dude. I'm trying to think. And then mm-hmm. an interesting one. I, oh, is, Kubelik's going to make check. Kubelik's oh, going to make check. Yeah, an interesting one to keep an eye on, Lucas Reichel to Germany. Oh, he'll make, he'll make a team. Not even, not even a question. He'll make the team. Um, Kershaw will make Switzer, Switzerland in it or not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they he'll are. Make, 100% he'll make uh, that. I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to go down the lineup. Uh, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury is probably oh, Fleury's to make Canada. I don't know. I don't know. Like, Please. Please. Like I, I, I personally think Flurry should be the starting goalie, him or Price. But like from Canada's perspective, I feel like it's, it's likely to happen. But I don't feel like it's a sure thing there. But for if it was me, it would definitely be a sure bet. I agree. I'm trying to think. There's probably like one more player that could make it in the Hawks. That's like a player, but I just yeah. can't. 
I was the Blackhawks GM, if I were in the U.S. Olympic team, he should be there. I would also not cover up sexual assault, but, you know, oh, you yeah, know, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, no, personally, um, I just personally. I'm, like, just trying to go through. Well, if he was still on the team, I bet David Camp makes Shark Republic. But... <laughs> <laughs> Maple Leafs legend. Jeez. Oh, do you guys see the, uh, with, the Maple uh, Leafs? as well. Maple Leafs gave him the correct spelling of his name, the right accent mark and everything. And apparently they've been doing that with European players. They've been giving them the correct spellings, which is, I don't know, I just think that's really cool. Too bad the uh, team's full of a bunch of Canadians. Exactly. You wouldn't know because they're a bunch Canadians, of... Am I right? It wouldn't matter if Marner had five accent marks because I can never see him on the ice anyways. Hey, oh. I got to find this I got to find this Jfresh poll because it was actually really good about the Canadian Olympic team and it was like kind of like the last man in last man out type thing for it. Oh, and yeah, I just want to I, I kind of want to hear what y'all were thinking cuz uh if you could have like one of these left-handed defensemen on team Canada, Pelic, Riley, Nurse or Shabbat, who would it be? Oh, Pelic 100%. Yeah, I said yeah. Pelic too. But you know Nurse um, is going to be there cuz he plays a lot of minutes. Now yeah. this one this one I think we're going to be split up on. We, we're probably not actually. Tavares, Stamkos, Taves, or Giroux? Stamkos. Stamkos, yeah. Stamkos. He's the best player of them, and he's been healthy. Well, no, he hasn't been healthy lately. However, if he is, <laughs> this this is the funniest one because like he just did this to spite Bo, Bo Horvat. <laughs> Which one of these four forwards would you? I don't know. Ryan O'Reilly, Shaw, Kateriev, Matt Barzell. <laughs> No, no, honestly, hear me out. Barzell is one of, like, he's like a top 10 center in the NHL right now. He's. Oh, no, Jimmy, it's one of the forwards you wouldn't bring. Like, the rest of the. Oh, you wouldn't? You wouldn't bring? Would not. Would not. That's why I was like, Um, they did Bo Horvat dirty, because I think everyone's just going to pick Bo Horvat. You wouldn't take take Stamkos? No, no, that all the. No, that was. was, all of them yeah. are oh, sorry. That's my bad. No, I'm not taking. I'm not taking Horvat. Obviously, yeah. Mm. What, what, what did Bo Horvat do though? Why, why are we doing him dirty? Oh no, I love Bo Horvat. It's my favorite uh, uh, players um, in the NHL, but he's not as good as. There's levels to this shit. <laughs> there's levels to this shit. Borkstrom <laughs> makes Team Finland. I don't know. I don't think so. <sighs> I don't think so. They're actually going to be really deep at forward. Like oh, man, Kevin, Lank- Kevin Lankinen doesn't make it, does he? I, I said maybe as a taxi squad goalie, but like, the, definitely as a third goalie. But he's not getting any time, I don't think. Yeah, because I don't think Rask is gonna go because he's still no, because he's he's hurt. Who, who's so goalie for Finland? Pasalo probably. Yeah, that's true. But and then there's another Finn I can't even freaking think of right now. Who is it? There's another Finnish goalie. Uh, oh, Pekarinen's gone too, so that's yeah. You see Saros, you see Saros. Saros, okay, yeah. So Lincoln he's, could he's make it start. as a third, honestly. Yeah. I think he could if he's strong this year as a one B. Like yeah. I, I very much see that happening. Um, but yeah, it, it the Olympics are going to be fun. I think we bring it up at least once every couple shows. Just how like it's just going to be flooded. The, the the sport of hockey needs this, dude, so bad, and it's going to be publicly covered like really well. And ESPN, yeah, exactly, and. Some of these programs haven't had this much talent in their program for a long time. I'm looking at like Germany, Finland, U.S. Uh, I'd even put it's Russia as close there. and competitive as it's ever been. Even Switzerland isn't like dude. Like just, even the Czech, and, the Czech are going to be good. Like, Denmark, Denmark too. Like don't sleep on Denmark. They got Ellers. They have Borkstrand. They have Anderson. Like it's not like they have nothing. 
Oh yeah, dude. Like there's going to be some surprises. I think <laughs> the Czechs are going to give people a run for their money. Cause you're going to got, they got shooters on their team. They got Vrana, they got, Kostanok, they got Kupalik. Like, oh, I brought dude, this up. Like, I wonder if Yarmar Yasser so plays on the Olympic team. <laughs> oh, my oh, he has to. He has to. He's going to be 50. Fun, He's going to be 50. I Who cares? I know. I know. I don't. He's iconic. I want Datsuk on Russia. Here's, is he going to get one puck touch? Like, there's, n- <laughs> imagine him yes. trying to keep up. It's going to be so much fun. He's gonna be he's on gonna, the. He's gonna be on the ice in the final minute of the game. A hundred percent, he's gonna be good. For and Dominic Hasek comes out of retirement, steals another gold medal from Czech. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, oh please. Also, um, I just want to take a second to talk about Verana. Be, like, this is a bit. That's another off. guy for the Czech. He's. I think a hundred percent. He's gonna break out this year. Like breakout, breakout. We we saw how well he played with the Red Wings near the end of the year. Because he's finally being given those top minutes. He's finally being put in the role he deserves to be in. He was doing that on that that Red Wings team. Imagine how he's going to do when Lucas Raymond makes the cut next year. With, when he's playing with Pew Suter. Oh, that's another guy. Well, even though he's not on our team, he's making Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Lucas Raymond. Lucas Raymond. Maybe he – no. Nah. Nah. That's just a pipe dream. Uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe Lucas Raymond to Sweden, but I don't know how much. I don't know how open they no, are. No, I like Sweden. The, Sweden's been just, so damn good for the last. God, Sweden's always good. What? What? So I totally forgot that Blue Jackets fans had this Galaxy Brain thing in their mind that they were going to sign Connor oh. Murphy next off season. So <laughs> I'm just looking at so many pissed off Blue Jacket fans. This is so good. We got there's the literally no, there's honestly. no precedent to that. There's no oh precedent. To that. Were, like everyone's just like, God fucking damn it! And he's gonna be an Ohio <laughs> boy. It's like, oh boo hoo! Who the fuck wants to play in Columbus? <laughs> <laughs> we just heard that shit from Seth Jones. And Seth Jones is just like, oh, I needed to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe oh, Seth, Seth Jones' analytics were so bad because he played in Columbus. Maybe he played in the city of Columbus. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love I love the discourse around the cities, Columbus and Cleveland. With all respect it's, to Columbus. It's so good. Man. No, 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 with absolutely no respect to the Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectfully. <laughs> no, I... Who... It's tough, man, because, like, I want the Blue Jackets to... I want that franchise to succeed, but, man, it... Man, you, you went to uh, Cleveland Jr. Uh, I don't know what you were doing, man. And, no, I'm not talking about the... Uh, I was gonna. I was like, I said Cleveland Junior. I said, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Nah, he's tweaking. No, he's tweaking, bro. He's tweaking. <laughs> oh, I'm good, I, bro. I, 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 I for <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, those have uh, those have really taken over, and they're very unfunny. They're very fucking unfunny. Mm-hmm. We and that's what everywhere. makes them funny. Exactly. Okay, so Pierce, is there anything else uh, you'd like to get into today? Uh, not really. Like um, to get into today? I was like, I was like thinking like uh, predictions, hot takes, because I remember last uh, podcast episode, <laughs> me and Schmitty did uh, who's your surprise team to make the playoffs and then to miss That's the playoffs. And Ooh, what? Hold up. Can I? 
Can yeah, yeah you're that, that's, exa- that's exactly why we wanted to... That's really that weird, because... because I had a thought about this, like, the other day, um, after you guys had done the podcast. Uh, so, yeah, um, I... I And this is really out there, and I don't, like... L- let me look at the league to make sure I'm, I'm sure of this, but Dang my dark horse to make the playoffs, um, San Jose. Really? They, they completely address their problems in that completely. Aiden Hill, James Reimer, I love that. I love that. I love that. So I, I we think all chose that... Pacific teams, so mm-hmm. it's because it's easy because yeah, it's the easiest any, one to sneak into. Yeah, you exactly. guys are right for that. That's genius. That's yeah, because I chose genius. I, I mean, chose LA. I chose LA. Don chose Seattle, and then you chose San Jose. Um, and oh, then... I let me let me. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I oh, just Jimmy, you well, what's your? Oh yeah, I, I want to bring that up, but oh, uh, okay. you got to give one hint. What division? Atlantic. Hmm? Atlantic. Okay, Atlantic. Okay, 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 okay. Let me see. I'll just say this: I chose. Trying Boston. to switch up divisions. Connor Murphy's comp so, is Nicholas Jomerson. That's fucking hilarious. Wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's Ooh, it from? Wait, comp from who? Dom, uh, oh, Dom. Scott Powers just tweeted that. Oh, like, all Dom uh, stuff. Eric Johnson's his best comp, but mm. that's whatever. Yeah, that's, that's actually pretty solid. I like that. 2020. I'm trying to find the standings, and I'm getting the 2021, and I'm not liking that. Um, let's see. From the Atlantic. Um, oh, boy. Um, did you say this Sabres? I said the Leafs, bro. No, they're not making the playoffs. For teams oh, that not making the playoffs. playoffs. Who's not? No. Toronto. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah. I like, there's no way that team, well, there's no way that team makes the playoffs. There's really? no way. In this division? Uh... In this division? No. Florida got better. The Canadians. Mm, did the Canadians get better? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a wash. And now... Yeah, but if I'm Montreal, I'm coming better. off of the Stanley Cup final run. I'm feeling great. Maple Leafs just choked that team astronomically. The the Maple Leafs go one of two routes, right? They either go the Washington route and they go, okay, we've been destroyed mentally in these playoffs. Everyone's we need betting to, we against just switch us. It around. No. Yeah. Now here's the route they will go, which is they'll completely fall apart and miss the playoffs. You're gonna be like, Sam stop acting like the Leafs are not going to do this. You know stop acting like the Leafs are going to do this. They are San Jose from 2014. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you. Exactly. It took me a second there. Yeah, 100. percent They are. And though I think that they'll, I think they'll miss it a year, and I think after that, you know. I think that uh, Dubis is gone, and things get a little bit ah, different. Dubis side out, am I right? To Chicago, I'm not going to give you. I'm not giving you anything good on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, I really don't think. It, it, listen, if there's like, I don't know if I feel this completely, but if there's one team I'm picking to be a dark horse to fall out, hundred percent, hundred percent, it's Maple Leafs. Um, I chose uh, Boston, and he's right to think so. No more um, and Allmark, and I'm like, okay, maybe I could. Not that I believe it. I'm like, okay, maybe that could cause him to finally fall. Allmark's gonna like, be great. 
Yeah, but but then I'm like Toronto. That's a very very no, interesting one. The two reasons I picked Toronto, Toronto is just because Jack Campbell's not going 17 one and one again, and then, um, I mean they're they're really Jack banking. I'm just saying they're banking on filling like Zach Hyman's role with guys who either shot 25% last year or guys who can't stay healthy to save their life. David Camp. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Amen. So. Amen. That is for Black Hawk David Camp to you. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah. 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 Maple Leafs, man. Yeah. Mm hmm. <sighs> um, I'm just gonna double check the West just to be 100% sure of my pick for who makes the playoffs. I think because uh, you know who my pick to well, no, no, because I could I, I think the Hawks could have an outside chance to make the playoffs. I think they could be that team, but um, well, you Trust know what? Me, they're not that team, pal. I think the Kings have another year until they make the playoffs. I think they have one more year. I think the, the Ducks are still horrible. Um, Canucks are still the Canucks. They got worse somehow. Um, Arizona is rebuilding. We know Arizona is going to be one of the worst. They're not teams even in, the in that division. And, They're in the Central. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, Sharks. Hundred percent. It's the Sharks. This is a. This should be a cakewalk for them. This should be a cakewalk for them. If they don't make the play. Well, I mean, yeah. If they don't make the playoffs over the expansion team, oh, they should just yo. hold the franchise. Honestly, we got, a, we got a special guest, yo. Yo! Oh shit! Stevie's ass? Yes, Stevie. Yo, why is Stevie throwing ass on the podcast? It's crazy. Yes, Stevie. At least Stevie behave yourself. Steven, behave yourself. Oh my goodness! I'm trying to be professional and record a podcast here. Oh, wow. Longtime guest of the podcast, Stevie Stevenson. Stevie Stevenson. <laughs> Stevie Stevenson. <laughs> oh, he never said this. Oh, I, I, and I get said all the time. My family, we always call her Stevie Stevenson. That's amazing. Why haven't I heard this? This is so good. Oh my god. Um. So I mean, uh. Is that um, it? Pierre Stevenson, father of Steve Stevenson. I believe that is on. Oh, um, unless you guys like have any other uh, hot takes or predictions. Oh no, 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 no! Jacob Bryan gets thirty-five goals this year. All right. That is my hot take. I don't care how many assists he's getting. Thirty-five goals this year. Jakob Jakob Brana is getting at least thirty goals this year. That is my hot take. I will etch, etch that. Etch that. Yeah. Alongside of Pierre Suter. Um, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, you know, if Lucas Raymond makes the cut, I think he and Verona become a disgusting duo. Wait, were they yeah. playing Verona at center? I swear they played him at center for a little bit. Mm. Don't think they did. Don't think they should, but okay. No, just, just a thought there. Random neuron firing. Um, but no, uh, that's my hot take there. Um, uh, Seth Jones winning Norris, of course. That's, that's not there. a hard take. We all. Um, I'm gonna make a really thing. cold take. I just wanna facts. Um, and this is cold, but I just wanna like make sure I have my stance on this out there. Moritz Sider is going to take the Rookie of the Year award and run away with it. 
Like that is that is his trophy to lose already. The thing is, it's like I don't see him. I think he's going to be a great like two eight defenseman. I just don't know if he's going to put up the offensive production to get to. He could be. A, I could see him being a finalist. I just don't know if he's going to has the offensive production. To you know put who up. he really reminds me of? He reminds me of Alex Petrangelo quite a lot. He reminds me of a modern Alex Petrangelo, newer, shinier Alex Petrangelo. Like the. I think it was uh, Adam Fox. No, not Adam Fox. Uh, Kale McCarr, who on the Calder. Like he was playing for game. Like the offense you have to put up to win a Calder as a defenseman. Not that it should matter, but you know. Oh no, no, no. How, you know how. Listen, uh, you're going by the you're going by the rules. You're not wrong. So, my hot take is Charlie McAvoy is winning the Norris this year. He's gonna finally get his respect. Should have won one already, but not, enough, not enough offense. But you know, yeah, it doesn't he's score enough. But he is, he is a number one defenseman, and he has been for three years. And people just don't give him the respect because he's on Boston, and people don't think of when they think of Boston, they don't think of Charlie McAvoy. But I promise you, if that dude ever went down on that back end, Boston would be in shambles. No, if they actually put oh, him on the power play, he'll put up the points. He'll put up the yeah. points. He's in the right spot. Listen, I love Bruce I Cassidy, but he is fucking up bad there. You need him 5 on 5. Mm hmm. And my favorite no. was people thought Charlie was carrying him, and it's like, buddy. It was the no. other way around. The other way around. Stop, yeah, stop, exactly. Stop, stop. And he's on no, the great. Like, no. I think Mac like, needs to be extended next year, too. So that's going to be really interesting, oh, especially with all these. Gonna get... Like, Mac Bush should get the Seth Jones deal. And if he did, I don't think anyone would complain. No, no, he I, needs. I, 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 he needs to be making ten million dollars. He is worth that. at least um, at least nine point five times eight. You wouldn't have heard a peep out of me because no. he's that good. No, no, no. If they gave him under ten, if they were able to get him under ten, I would have been dancing. Yeah, but um, so yeah, Jones. Not, to be anywhere I hate that, to be that person, but is Charlie McAvoy what the media thinks Seth Jones is? Hundred and ten percent. Yes. Yes. And it's funny because when Boston gets the national recognition answer. too, they never talk about Charlie McAvoy. They never talk about him. They're always talking about Pasternak or Bergeron or Marchand. Or yeah, they're talking about the guy in Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> talk about the guy in Cleveland. <laughs> the guy in um, Ohio. Listen, also, I feel like there are probably I, – I, I pray to God that we don't get too big. And then some like, people from Ohio listen to this and uh, – I'm like the most I wanted man. On, I could take on the state of Ohio. I don't care. I could, dude. Honestly, I feel like Pierce and I and Schmitty too. I feel like if we just like work out for like a week, we could probably take Columbus. Bro, I've been. <laughs> what do you think I've been going to the gym for? Dude. Oh, okay. Try to fight the haters. Yeah, exactly, dude. I'm gonna brighten them on my on my polar bear and my moose. Why not both? <laughs> you do oh. that. You do that. I'll support it. Why not? I got another hot take. What's <laughs> up? What's up? Bill Guerin will be fired by the end of this year. No way. Stop it. Stop it. Yep. You spicy tamale. I have you two specific tamale. reasons why I'm going to say this. <laughs> I One, think, um, oh, I got a couple reasons why I'm saying this. One, if Kaprizov yeah, doesn't sign there, you should already be fired. Because if you if you made it to where Kaprizov went back to the KHL, you don't, you're not, you're not good at your job. You're done. You're done. Also, yeah. he... Those two buyouts are going to bite Minnesota in the ass. And if they aren't good this year to prove why they did that, or if they aren't allocating that salary properly, I think he's going to get Cam. And I honestly don't see a world where Minnesota does what they do last year. I don't see Cam Talbot and Capo Kakinen no. being as good as they were. They lost a lot on their back end. That's very hard to replace. That's the main reason I'm skeptical about Chicago right now. They have so many new faces on their back end. They, 
it takes time for new defensemen to learn a system and stuff. Hey, Amen. I, I think Minnesota's got four new defensemen. Like, that's going to be a lot of Kulikov, Jordy, Ben, Alex Goligoski. Uh, yeah. I like, feel like I'm missing someone. They got a bunch of guys. Um, like, they're in a position to where if Kevin Fiala goes off, he can either ask for whatever he wants or leaves. Um, They're in a spot where they only have a couple prospects to spare. Like, Boldy and Rossi. Actually, they have Boldy and Rossi because Nadinov. They're not bad, yeah. but like, are they're they bad, but it's just, are they ready to contribute though? Exactly, and the, and I feel like the Wild were making those buyouts, thinking that they were going to contend and use that cap space to contend. And I just no, no, they're no, not. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. And then they lose Kaprizov, and then they have that dead cap coming in. Bill Guerin's getting fired. There's no way. They 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 got goalie carried. They they got goalie carried like the. That's what it is. They got goalie carried last year. And as usual, hockey GM equates that to success. Long-term sustained success. But that's possible. It's not. We've seen this. The only team the last little while, aside from Montreal's Cinderella run, the only team to have very bad analytics and carry by goaltending to consistently do well is New York. And that's because Barry Trotz is a goddamn magician. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the, it's it's not. Hey, and they have the back-to-back GM of the year. <laughs> I just like grab Bill Guerin and shake him. Like, just learn from the mistakes. Like, learn from what's going on around you. This is not rocket science. So I got one more hot take. Pittsburgh's not making the playoffs this year. Oh, that's. I think it's a bit lukewarm because Pittsburgh's just. No, but they're not going to make it from goaltending. They're going to make it because they can't score goals. Oh, you think they're going to? Oh, 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 not make it, right? Falcons out for the start of the season. They lost I, two of their best five-on-five performers. Sidney Crosby can't do everything. If, like, okay. Let's put it this way. If Crosby gets banged up even a little bit, they're fucked. Like, fucked. Oh, and is Tristan, Jerry, is Tristan Jerry your goalie? Yeah, and then you got the wife beater as your backup. Congratulations. Oh the question is not, is he your goalie? The question is, will he play goalie? If Pittsburgh doesn't make the playoffs, they can always trade Christopher Latang to Ottawa so Pierre can be back with the Oh, no. (laughs) By the way, last season – or so uh, let me go back a little bit. Um, Oh, boy. Uh, Oh, boy. This actually – Oh, boy. Um, We're going to start in 2013. (laughs) That's how far back we're going. That is eight years ago, by the way. Evgeny Malkin in 2013, 31 games played. 2014, 60. 2015, 69. Nice. 2016, 57. uh, Which, again, three quarters – only three quarters of the season. Uh, 2017, 62. Almost the same. 2017, 18. 78. Okay. 2018, 19. 68. 2019, 20. 55. Last season in a 57-game season, 33. He almost played only half the year. When's the last time he's played a full 82-game season? Um, let me – Oh, boy. Crosby got hurt, probably. Has he um, ever even played his, a full 82-game season? And thir- his second and he's third NHL there. seasons. His second oh, and yeah, third yeah. NHL seasons were 82, and the, his first season was 67 – or 78. Ah, his, 67. his fourth season was 67. Stop it. The fifth season <laughs> was 43. Then it was 75, and then to 31 where I started. He's played two full seasons, and he's only played uh, two, three other seasons where he played over 70 games. So, and he's still um, a generational talent. That's Dude, he's disgusting. In the, in the year, listen, when he had 55 points in 2019-20, 74 points. Yeah. He's not, in the last season, 33 games, 28 points. 
He's good, dude. And I honestly think. Oh, sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna say, if Kenny Malkin's a generational talent, it just ha- so happens that he's the second best player on his team, the second best Russian. Yep. It's just the way it is. But um, you gotta really wonder if um, Malkin's a little tired of being second best, and uh, he's just gonna beast. Well, no, he's just gonna hey, walk. It finally goes full circle, and he comes to Chicago. Jesus, stop yourself. <laughs> stop yourself. That was so stupid when that shit was breaking. It was like Malkin was, it was literally, do you want to know what was the dumbest part about that whole thing? It was all started because Malkin said he wanted to be a number one center. And then I was like, why the fuck is Chicago in the rumor then? Like, this makes no sense. But that was I, after they won the cup, too. I know. I wonder if Malkin actually doesn't resign with Pittsburgh next year and finally goes somewhere and he's like, well, I want to see if I can be the number one center and help a team win a cup one more time. But, like, I don't see why he would because, like, they got a good, you know. Yeah, um, just... Here's my hot take. Uh, I think Philadelphia Flyers pick first overall next June. Oh. Not necessarily saying cool. they're going to finish last place, but – no, I, I think, think that's actually really. I think it's a smart take. If they are not a stable team. I think and then they're so gonna get Shane fucking right. Yeah, oh my God. So Shane Wright, the best thing no afternoon. Oh, it's gonna be dirty, dude. Shane Wright throwing it back to Philip Myers at the point, tipped in by Nolan Patrick. What a play! What, dude? Nolan Patrick mm-hmm. and Shane Wright. I mean, it's gonna be finally Nolan Patrick is going. That's. <laughs> I'm fucking around. Yeah, I was like, Bro. this is this is just me. I'm actually, I'm curious. What do you guys think? Do you think Nolan Patrick's gonna do anything with Vegas? No, no. unfortunately not. No, I think that he mentioned his uh his migraine issue. I think that's gonna keep him out of the league. Very sadly, Which it, it just, there's, there's Glass the, has a better chance of doing something in Nashville than Patrick does in Vegas. Cody yeah. Glass will do something because they'll actually nice time. I think because Pete DeBoer won't despise him. Exactly, yeah. That, that's a big thing for a young guy. Like, here's the thing. I, I think that we talk a lot about I talk a lot about hockey and it, 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 so much in numbers, right? And I'm not being that guy. I'm not saying you know numbers dumb, blah blah blah. However, we do need to take into account the human side of things. Playing for a coach that hates you like that when you're he's like what 21 years old, 22 or something like that 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 weighs on you. So I think Cody Glass actually has a pretty Solid year next year. Uh, let's let's add let's add some more takes. I think Cody Glass gets twenty goals next year. Fuck it, I could see him doing it. All right, I think that's it. Unless you unless we still have more things to say, I think we can head off here. I think Taves is going to have a ninety point season and win the. I think he's going to win the heart. I think you're right, Pierce. I think you're right. I think Jones is going to get the Norris and Flurry's going to get the Vezina. It's going to be a great year. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to be it for today. Catch you on the flippity flip. Yeah, it is it for today. What you think? <laughs> what we thinking? <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, it fucking great to be back on here. Honestly, I've been very busy um, for a lot of reasons, a lot of personal reasons. And uh, it's fucking great to be back on here, boys. Always love talking to you guys. And I hope anybody listening, hope you guys like listening to us talk. So, um, yeah, love being you back. You should like you should like 
like share the podcast and then like yeah, leave a five star review and say that we're the best. That would that would mean a lot. Yeah, lie for us. That'd be great. That'd be really good, right? So like lie to your lie to your friends, tell them it's good, get them to listen, and uh, yeah, profit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, shit. So only um, a month and a half till hockey. Not even a month till preseason hockey. So we're, yeah, we're, yeah. Get, we're getting there. We're getting there. Well, season start this year Did we i think that? it's late september i can't remember the exact date but it's like september 20th something and I okay i don't know if the hawks have announced about this yet or had said anything about this development camp i have not heard anything about that so that's interesting are they doing it? something with minnesota because they they were on minnesota's like summer prospect thing so oh, i think yeah, it's just yeah. doing something but they're not in the old prospect tournament and they're not doing no. anything i don't know they're a very quiet organization right now minus signing a bunch of people so i don't know yeah well here's you want to send it off absolutely um as always thank you for uh tuning in hope you guys are doing well uh, again uh share this with friends uh Leave a five star review, and if not, uh, at least make the the review like funny, I guess, so we can laugh. At it. <laughs> I'm leaving a one star review after this. I hope you know that. Fine. Yeah, I think this Jimmy kid just won't shut the fuck up. Um, Pierce guy, uh, he's got the potential, but you know he's a little too Canadian. I'm too Canadian. I won't make the show. You're too much of a pushover, Pierce. You know, you're just too Canadian. I right, right, I gotta, I gotta be more assertive. I'll take your your niece out to America and pull up your bootstraps, maybe. My niece to America. All right. <laughs> Again, thank you all for tuning in, and uh, talk to you guys next time. Peace. Peace.